This episode of United We Stand podcast is sponsored by Bet on Brazil. Go to betonbrazil.com for the very latest odds and offers. It's the first away game of the season. We're on our way down to Bournemouth. It's the first uh, first game that uh, we've had this season in the Premier League away ticket price cap at £30. And it was always a worry of ours that the minute you start reducing the price of something that's already in short supply, uh, that's going to make getting money even harder. And let's face it, getting United tickets has always been very, very difficult and more so of late. Uh, we got something around about 1200 tickets was it something like that it was something around seven eight thousand applications as per the norm um so that was obviously your strike rate your chance of getting one there was already remote what we've always relied on as united fans is the generosity of people good mates contacts associates coming up with spares etc etc people who uh, apply on exec books and all that kind of good stuff and since united put out a few quite strict terms and conditions in the season ticket book about what would happen if you found passing on a ticket even at face value um, resulting in a sizeable length of ban then uh, a lot of people have been uh, frightened to death and uh, it's been pretty dry trying to get hold of a ticket um, what's been really quite stark here is, is the coach that we've taken down this coach is just about to start his 26th season of taking uh, United We Stand readers away to away trips uh, we've got 50 odd seat coach here I've counted 29 people onto this bus today and of the 29 that are on I think 13 of them have got tickets which is uh, pretty poor going really now it was always going to be difficult first game um, for Jose Mourinho obviously we've got a less than satisfactory allocation at a ground that doesn't hold much and obviously then you've got the panic factor added in so it was always going to be very very difficult but uh, you know there was a lot of rumours doing the rounds that this kind of approach to away tickets whether it be price allocation uh, was always going to start to rip out the heart of the core support and certainly on today's evidence it uh, doesn't look great so hopefully this will be a one-off and things will start getting back to normal towards the end of the season um, there's a load of lads on the bus though some are picked, some who know they've got no chance of getting tickets some who know they've got absolutely no chance of getting in the ground but uh, they've just come for the day out on the bus so we've got a four and a half five hour coach journey uh, we've got a lot of rumours spread out <laughs> for once um, but uh, there's a lot of lads still on here uh, the other, I mean the kick off time also doesn't help and uh, a lot of people have got work in the morning and everything else so everything that could have gone against getting people on here has, uh, has definitely gone against us uh, lads you having a good summer yeah mine, mine was uh, it was good cheers mate I uh, lakes for a week chilling out spent a lot of it in the Grove to be honest with you um, certainly the Euros uh, weren't asked about England um, but yeah uh, love watching football without sort of any pressure or anything so yeah the, the Grove for two months really yeah I know you've grown your hair you like it? Not really. <laughs> Do you like the shots? No, they're even worse. <laughs> How are you, Woody? I'm not bad, thanks, yeah. Steve. Yeah, I've heard you've uh, got yourself birded up over the summer. Uh, no comment. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Your hey, summer. Some, summer was fantastic. Um, nice to get a break, but belting back, you know, to be back onto it now is absolutely uh, fantastic. Are we on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. So, yeah, excited to be back on the bus today. Um, 
so many ticketless, but uh, there you go. Yeah, great. Top summer, went to the Euros, that was good. Um, but yeah, it's good to have proper football back and see what happens here. But I tell you what, it's going to be a great, it's like an old pensioners bus, everyone going down to the beach for Bournemouth. You, you had a... Uh... You had uh, you had split loyalties in the Euros, didn't you? <laughs> I certainly did. Yeah, I was um, obviously supporting Iceland. So, Why? Um, because of maybe work commitments. <laughs> so I ended up going to all the Iceland games, and uh, it's fantastic. They ended up getting me a promotion, so I can't argue. Did you? Congratulations! Well done, mate. Yeah. Did you hear him on Talk yeah. Sport, by the way? No, I don't listen to Talk Sport. I'll send you. I'll DM it. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> no, don't. Of all of the things that you've DM'd me, <laughs> I'd consider that to be the worst. A uh, quick one. Um, tickets. It's been murder, hasn't it? It's been an absolute nightmare. We, I think we all we all thought this once Mourinho got announced that the first game would be an absolute mess to get hold of, and it just, just so happened to be the lowest allocation in season. It's made it even work. Yeah, I've had to swap my hole, but. Yeah. You had to swap a hole for it. Yeah, I'll get a hole. Easy days. So. Worst deal ever, that, isn't it? A swap a hole for a Bournemouth. Um, yeah, I, I got a callback, bizarrely. Um, so I think quite a few people got a callback because of everything that's gone on. Um, so I think there'll be more callbacks for this year, but it's just like one of those very, very, very lucky things on Friday. So, yeah. That's a thing, in it? Thanks, thanks uh, Sam Keller, for giving us the uh, the callback. Otherwise, we'd be uh, travelling without. So, uh, yeah, really, really tough ticket to get. Surprised, obviously, that good lads have made the coach today. And uh, obviously, without a ticket, so fair fucks for that, to be fair. I'm actually, I, thanks to uh, uh, Rick, who's normally stewards the bus. Um, couldn't make it today so he actually couldn't go so I've managed to get his but I've got to pick it up while I'm down there which uh, is just fraught with danger as it often is so we've all got one Ned um, you haven't have you I've not mate no it's um, we, we talked about it's been the perfect storm really like you said about everything from the allocation that's the main thing the first 30 quid these these new rules that I think people are panicking about and it's amazing how many like go so often and, and haven't got one for today is so you've been quite enterprising with you've been, you, you've hatched a plan haven't you you've hatched a plan indeed i have mate so, just tell us about tell us what it was it's um you ever see michael schofield in prison break it's this level of genius no. right, here we go right. just neil just tell us the fucking plan that you've got. Right, that's it. it's um right i got last year's uh bournemouth ticket with which the stub missing with the stub missing unfortunately and you need a stub i need a stub but looking through last season's ticket stoke away the barcode the uh the stub they left on it and it's the same size as the uh bournemouth ticket yeah so i've Pretty sticky. Well, I brought the pretty stick as so well. And brought on the bus. <laughs> you brought on the bus. He's brought, and absolutely, I'll send. I will put a picture out just to prove it. He's got last year's Bournemouth. Yeah. Ticket. You've got last year's Stoke City stub. Yeah. And a pretty stick. And a pretty stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like an episode of Blue Beetle. I'd like to say it was Neil Buchanan that you heart out. It's a, it's a, there's an heart attack right here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. It's like being on take, huh? Isn't it? Yeah. You got, yeah, you got morph with you. I, yeah. I, actually, Woody, you do actually look. <laughs> the, um, I, uh, I, I'm going to make a prediction here, and I'm in good form with punting, so I'm going to bet yeah. that, that, you, that yeah, I did do all right, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bet that you get nowhere near that ground with that, <laughs> and we all spend the journey home sniffing that pretty stick. <laughs> On a serious note, um, <laughs> the first time I've been crewed for a turnstile watch is on Pritch Stick and Tickets again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It'll be like, imagine getting searched and you got a print stick on it. It'll be like when you got caught with that Peter Andre oh, CD. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was his foul um, <laughs> What, um, on a serious note though, this whole issue with allocation, price, the way they distribute it, it is ripping the heart out of the support, isn't it? It does seem so, yeah. I mean, part of it they seem to be doing it for the right reason but you never know if United I mean that's often not the case but yeah I mean like I think you started out by saying everyone's relied on the I've got an I've not missed a game in or one game in like 10 years but the, the vast majority have not got in my own name apart from European ticket so you're constantly swapping around and if that becomes impossible then we're, we're all, we'll all be going to about three games a season well, it's fans forum innit so fans forum these faceless people who sit on that forum they're the ones who came up with it yeah. and they're the ones who signed it off yeah, it's probably because they don't get the tickets because they don't know people or they don't make an effort or they don't sort other people out. Yeah. And that's what's happened to us. It's a nightmare. Yeah. As good as 30 quid sounds, I think it's nothing but trouble for every, people like us that go every week. Just just, just trouble. Yeah. Th- £30 isn't good at all. And I, I did a piece in a mag about it. And yeah. the £30, if you, the, the, there's, there's four basic principles in the law of supply and demand, right? And they're all kind of set out, supply this, demand that, impacts price, impacts availability and all these kind of things. One thing that you have to try and strive for is what's called an equilibrium price, where the price is right, demand's right, and supply's right, etc. £30 is nowhere near the equilibrium price when you're getting allocations. I know today's a bit of an extreme example, but even Anfield at two and a half thousand, Arsenal at three thousand, even people who are coming to Old Trafford, because I, I think the fact that we give three thousand one hundred or whatever it is in the seventy-six hours, I think that's a shambles as well. You know what I mean? So this whole concept is wrong, and unfortunately, these people who are campaigning for these things, they don't get that, and they don't understand that these things impact it. And the problem is, is the issue for me isn't price at all. The first thing you should have done is get more of them and yeah. then that'll start to turn the yeah. price side. I think I agree with that and like I think it should be one stand. I mean minimum three thousand. I mean Bournemouth twelve thousand in the so called biggest league in the world. You've got to upgrade your ground when you come from non-league into the league, and yet you can get into the Premier League. I mean, Burton Albion are there for about four thousand yesterday. We could be playing them next year. Like, I do think you should you should have to give up one stand or a minimum of three thousand, and I think you should have to. Um, We've got a billionaire, haven't we? We've got a billionaire, <laughs> yeah. and he's still got that stadium. It's a nice stadium, yeah. don't get me wrong, but we're going to, I mean, City and Liverpool are going to be a nightmare this year. Thirty quid could have that effect where the home team starts to shorten the away end and then put the price yeah. on their home fans, make their tickets dearer, yeah. which in reality, then we get less tickets. It'll kill it up. Absolutely. I think, for me, <laughs> I, clubs, this is what, what narks me is, every single club, certainly in the Premier League, has the financial resource to build their new, to build stay either a new one or extend wherever they are. Um, and that's what annoys me about the money. It's not like the money's not in the game um, and that they can't afford it. It's not like United, you think about what United had to, United had to sell to Michael Knight just because we couldn't afford to rebuild the Stefan Yeah, You know what I mean? The game's not like that now. Yeah. Clubs are absolutely awash for money squandering it on wages squandering it on transfer agents and yet yeah and all that kind of stuff and yet these grounds just simply cannot accommodate the level of support and you know how it is for cup games 
exactly where you're forced to give up a proportion of your allocation. I, to this day, no one to this day has ever given me a reasonable answer as why that can't be done for league games. No, that's a, that's that's absolutely right. I mean, if you look at, I do think the one standard work, and, and if you look at like the bottom of the championship yesterday, all right, it's one game, but there was like Blackburn, Newcastle, Fulham down there, all great trips and all allocations that have put the Premier League to shame and, and there's more down there than there is now these shite little clubs coming up like Bournemouth it's a great trip and everything but nowhere near enough to satisfy United had had people disappointed with 7,000 but everyone on this this bus would be full and everyone would be sorted as well that's why we all liked Wigan and Blackburn yeah. and places like that yeah, you get the full the, in it's quite widely reported that the quality, noise, volume, standard of support at Derby in the Cup last year yeah. was absolutely without parallel last season. Yeah. You know, five and a half thousand, six thousand, whatever, it's Friday night, proper, you know, proper, proper support yeah. night. And it was, you know, that's what you get when you give them decent away on cases. Yeah, kill it. Yeah, definitely. And it's just... Do you know what? It's, you can see it's tricky on, so, but you've nailed it. There's so much money in the in the game. Tyler Blackett, I found out last night, is on 20 grand a week. Tyler Blackett, right? So you're telling me they can't? Bournemouth, with a billionaire owner, can't build a new stadium, and you can't do what you're saying. What the you know, the FA Cup? It, it works in the FA Cup. You don't get any trouble on it. Well, what's, what's the laws and regulations though about the allocations? That's the thing, isn't it? You know, it seems to be like yeah. a, like 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 Steve said there. There's no real reasoning why on a cup game they have to give it so many and then on a league game they have to give it something something different the problem is we we sell out all our aways we all stand up we, we balloon around and because United's a big scalp at home teams try and cut our allocations like Tottenham etc most of you a lot of the other Premier League teams don't sell out their away that's why they're all celebrating because they don't sell out their away tickets that's our biggest problem like it does amaze me United fans we have we're almost unique in like we get Derby away and like I remember on Twitter everyone was buzzing about that. Now I think most other clubs are buzzing if they get a massive tie and all that. People were more interested or more excited about going to Derby than they would be say City or something and that's because same with Barnsley a few years ago and everyone apart from like the people who were like manning the kiosks, everyone had a brilliant night in that end that night. <laughs> <laughs> Stoke, do you remember when it got abandoned nearly for the weather? That was just brilliant in it. But the other thing is, you know, everyone was celebrating at Liverpool in the European Cup. Well, you for cup, yet we're all going gutted because we don't get a trip somewhere stupid. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? Anyway, as you can tell, no, nobody's happy. It's a massive issue that faces United, and a, and it's not just United. It faces clubs like Liverpool, clubs like Tottenham, clubs like Everton. Good away to poor followings. Um, it just needs sorting out, unfortunately. And uh, the people in these kind of positions certainly need to look at it as a big deal because it's uh, you know the game and the concern you've got to also bring into it is. If we can't get in, the generation after us can't get in. And I've always, always been concerned that football might be flush in a minute, but there is absolutely not a generation you, of support. You start to lose the fans. Yeah, beneath us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You start to lose the fans, then you don't matter, don't matter how much money you make. The, we, we won't make it. We won't make it tick. So anyway, I, I was sorry, mate. I was just going to say. I remember a few years ago, about five or six years ago. It was no, there was, there was a group. There's a group of like, the, you know, the Moston rats, don't you? Get on with it. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like 16 to 17 of them, and they all used to get tickets. Decent lads, all from Moston, you know, and you'd see them everywhere. Virtually none of them are going now, and like, none of them can get near a ticket. 
that will be the should be the future of United's away support. Yeah. Anyway, as you can see, none of us are happy, and uh, and it's all Tyler Blackett's fault apparently. <laughs> Twenty grand a week. I tell you one. I tell you one thing. I read in evening news the other day. Like, though, um, there was a big, big article saying um, that United and City were were having to spend record amounts on policing at their respective oh, yeah. stadiums this year. Million pound. Million. Yeah. yeah, record amount that, isn't it? But I tell you what, this, this we'll give we'll we'll give that to some shit player on a shit yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. police are never around when you come out of city away, are they? <laughs> they weren't around last season. Anyway. <laughs> right, lads. Um, obviously, new era at United. Obviously, the last three seasons have been uh, new era United. Dismal, to say the least. Um, we had the uh, chaos under Moyes. We had the quite surreal situation under Bangar which resulted eventually in a bit of a meltdown and the guy going absolutely obviously we've now got someone we've always regarded as a bit of an MNB, a bit of an emesis but he uh, he looks born to be at Old Trafford if you ask me it's uh I've not felt this level of excitement and <coughs> anticip <laughs> anti anticipation <laughs> anticipation for a season for a long time I mean we, we've all we've all slagged Marino in the past but he's a winner and we've not had a winner since Ferguson regardless of what people say this is just the next nine months something's, you just think something special is going to happen you really do I hope your new missus isn't listening to this <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the signings have been great as well like to be fair he's identified oh yeah yeah. He's, he's identified straight down the middle of the team and like we missed we had a lot of nice footballers like Herrera and Matter, but he's gone for tall lads powerful lads and lads that you can imagine going to Anfield and that and not being scared and everything proper characters back in the team and yeah it'll be great this year it'll wind up all the other managers and uh, be fun this year it's gone for the complete spine of the team hasn't he and I think that you know we've got no Champions League football you know when 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 Moisey signed we signed you know we, we had Fellaini when uh, Lou van Gaal signed we signed a few different players Mourinho signs they're coming for him as well as the club it, it's I just think it's fantastic appointments fantastic it's just brilliant to be hated again it's brilliant that everyone's talking about us I mean I've never known a transfer that's caused so much uproar like the Pogba thing City bidded for Kaka 100 million and uh, you know they forget that everyone is so pissed off that United have spent all this money and it's just great to be back yeah, it has, uh, it has caused a massive fume, hasn't it? The, um, I think that point you just made there, though, about this myth about players want to play in the Champions League. I'm sure they do, but I think who they play, it's like any job. If your boss is all right, you're happy in your job, aren't you? And you might want to work there and et etc. Et it's pretty clear that without Champions League football, Ibrahimovic has turned up, Pogba's turned up, Mkhitaryan's turned up, Bailey's turned up. It just speaks volumes about United as a club, the players that are already there, and also the manager. Because now we have a manager who could sell you a project, it makes someone excited. It would, just from his press conference when he, he turned up, it makes you excited. He sells. Did you say project? He well, he did. you know, he God, did. that's so Mark Hughes, <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> Get, well, oh Mark Hughes, every, Mark Hughes does projects, yeah. everything, yeah. I didn't want to say philosophy or anything like that, I come across the right cunt, but um, he, d he just makes you excited, he gets you behind it straight away, you, you just feel that something big's happening. It's, and it's, great. it's quite interesting because he, he said something about uh, Memphis, didn't he, last night, he was talking about him, 
because everyone who plays for him and will run through brick walls for him, they all say he's a brilliant um, man manager yeah. and he takes them individually. And just the stuff he was saying about Memphis yesterday was just, it was bang on. It's like this kid was great in the in World Cup. He's a great young player, but he's lost all his confidence. So I'm just going to take him out for a while and I'm going to look after him. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to, players will run through brick walls for him. He didn't obviously in Chelsea towards the end, but Diego Costa's are he's a twat, isn't he? So. Yeah, he's, he's very, he's certain of what he wants to do. The plays he doesn't want, I think he'll, as he has been already, quite cold with him. But like Tomo says, you know, people like John Terry and all that, they, they loved him and, and we needed some of that back because it's clear, like with Van Aal, the players hated him by the end. Right, it's all looking good then. Manager in place, world-class players now in place. Turns the heat up as well, I think, when you're surrounded by competition all of a sudden so I think that's what's like to United competition for places that's suddenly going to raise the game of everybody else so, we are, so I can't foresee this not being a brilliantly successful season for United so what do you class as success at the end of it? Uh, champions yeah champions are virtually like give it a good go and, and be there no like there are thereabouts by the end but yeah champions ultimately. challenging in it it's going down to the last two or three games of being in the title hunt yeah. and the cup do you know what I mean maybe you won't win it in the first season but you know at the end of the day you want to be up there you want to be two or three points in the lead or two or three points beyond when it comes down to the last couple of games and that's what he'll bring us uh, for me getting a top four and winning the cup again um, just so uh, because I think there's so many around us. I just I think it's it's a fuck, it's a really good league this year. Top four, uh, top four on a cup with that manager, that level of investment. Challenging me. Well, yeah, I just think. Well, I, I don't know. There's still there's going to be a lot of hangover from the Van Aalje and Moise years. I still think there is. You've been spending fucking too much time with Iceland, you lot. <laughs> 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 I'm going to do the clapping a minute. There's no there's no better manager. He, he's come to us at the right time. He's at the right club and everything else like that. He's, he's signed the right players. It has to be. And behind the scenes, he's going to be telling everybody this is this is you know. Yeah, he's, 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 he's what he's wanted his jobs as far back as I can remember for yeah. that. The game against Madrid yeah. when he was hugging Ferguson and we told him to sit down and he sat down and he just. He's wanted this for years and I think he's happy he's here and he's going to make us. Just a bit of excitement this year as well, you know, the last three years have been. There was a reminder yesterday, you see Moyes got it to one all for Sunderland and then took Jermaine Defoe off with 10 minutes to go and stuff like that, you know, just. It brings back the memories, and yeah, it's just it'll be fun this year. I'm glad we've got City so early as well because I, I, I think it'll have a good effort from Paddy McNair. Yeah, I still, I still <laughs> yeah. personally think he he smelt the United job, a, a smell of it, and he did what he did at Chelsea on purpose. I I, I think that I completely not only think that's just your own opinion and not yeah. that of a United you know, we stand or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that was a conspiracy as well, wasn't it? <laughs> no, not, going into, not going into that. I I, I will be seriously hacked off if. I think, given what everybody, I mean, it remains to be seen what everybody else is going to do transfer-wise, but with everything that's gone on, I think that it would be massively disappointing if United uh, aren't in, as you've just said, in the running for that title with a handful of games to go at the end of the season. I think it'll be a huge, huge disappointment. And the good thing is, though, I think the manager and the players would see that as disappointment as well. And I think that's yeah, the key. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. Is that the, the players and the man, yeah, they do expect to challenge again. And they're saying it, they're saying the confidence. I just want us to get through the later rounds of um, the Europa League just so I can have my stag doing about January, February, somewhere random. Is that where it's going to be? That's where it's going to be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 mentality straight back. Can he? 
Well, you know, well, speaking of which, uh, we've got Bournemouth away today. Um, I think this is the third time, fourth time I've been. Never seen us win. I've seen, I've seen an FA Cup defeat. I've seen a League Cup draw. And I think it was a League Cup draw. I may have made that up, but I'm sure we did. And obviously last season, which was... I, I, I two one yeah Fellaini yeah scored, Fellaini scored yeah but that was it even that was so, it was the worst goal I think I've ever seen you know just <laughs> we rolled over after Wolfsburg as I recall yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, one of the, that's, that's another game he brought Nick Powell on wasn't it probably um, it's important it's important I think we get away well today isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to put down a marker today to start off. Ronaldo's being a fast starter, Mourinho. Where Chelsea, he gets out of the blocks quick. So hopefully United can do that this year. Yeah, we've only got two games before we break again. So if we win both of those, it's just the confidence. And the thing is that he's got no excuses this year in the sense of, like Ed Woodward's a bit of a bell end, I think, as most people do. But he he give him four players he wanted to sign, and he's got the four players. He's gone out and done it. So you know, I think this is his first job, maybe since Porto. I don't know the way he's got control of everything he'll have control of the transfers he'll get control of who stays who goes this yeah. and this is properly now Mourinho Mourinho's got nowhere else to go now apart from the Portugal job yeah agree completely I think we'll win I think we'll win today I know, I know we'll come around to predictions in a minute and I think we'll beat Southampton as well and that'll set us up nightly moving after the uh, after the international break I think I think I think we'll do them quite well today to be honest with you I think we'll just, just swarm them and, and beat them quite considerably yeah well I'll, I'll take seeing United win uh, for the first time down here because I'm getting fed up of going all of this way and seeing nothing I'll take seeing United at all if my <laughs> prick stick holds up <laughs> <laughs> that, that, if you get in that ground I think I'm going to put that I think that'll be up there with um, with uh, Sam last Sam and Ben last year who got into Shrewsbury with the uh, stub from West Brom Ferguson yeah a three year old away stub from West Brom yeah that'll be that'll be right up there um, I, I think it's important United get away well I'll tell you why because did you notice at one all the knives were already out for Guardiola yesterday everybody was taking a piss and everything else so I think it'd be good if United put in a really solid convincing uh, performance here so uh I'm gonna go. I, I've actually gone two-one in the United We Stand predictor league. Two-one United, so that's for me. I've gone two-nil in a predictor, so I'll stick with it. I've gone two-nil, but I had a disaster yesterday, so I won't listen to that. But yeah, I've gone two-nil, quite calm. I went, went two-nil on the predictor, but I'm gonna go for four-one uh, today. Four-one, seriously. I've gone one-all on the predictor, um, but I, I've gone one-all. But I'll go two-one to United today. I'm excited. Um, can I just explain the, the concept of the prediction league is, is that you predict what you think the score's going to be <laughs> you don't put a score in and then yeah. say something else I was, I, was a bit, uh, I was a bit drunk when I did the predictor but um, I'm sober now anyway it sounded like a full house of uh, United wins um, we'll see what happens um, what we do know is that uh, the season is absolutely full of optimism um, more United fans are probably going to want to see uh, a winning mentality manager superb squad of players more than ever um, uh, the only barrier to that and uh, us having a great season on the road is obviously this issue surrounding tickets but uh, more will come on that throughout the season I would think uh, lads uh, we'll have a chat after the game cheers United We Stand podcast is sponsored by betonbrazil.com the new betting site for all sports punting with great odds markets and offers Listeners to the podcast can now get a free £10 when they deposit £10 just by using the promo code UNITED10. If you go to betonbrazil.com, enter the promo code UNITED10, and when you deposit your £10, you get £10 for free. 
It's post-match after... Oh, God, sorry, can I hardly talk. But post-match after Bournemouth 1, Manchester United 3. Goals from Matter, Rooney and uh, <laughs> sending the United end into absolute raptures was uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <coughs> bit of a tricky end. Got a bit early in the end. Uh, made hard work of it. A couple of late chances, especially after their goal. But... Uh, Definite, definite change in mood comparison to. And I was definite change in mood compared to coming out of here. I think it was in December of last season. Um, I'm certain that uh, some of the comments you'll get on the uh, podcast compared to that last one um, will be a lot more upbeat and a lot happier. So, new team, new start. United are away with a decent win against a pretty disciplined side. It had to be said. So. Uh, All's good, so let's see who we can grab here. Here's a familiar face. How are you, mate? How are you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah, got our buzz back, aren't we? Enjoy it. Hard work at the end, but it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they had their moments, but... Yeah, I don't like Eddie Howe, because he's just too fucking nice, but I think he knows how to set a team up, doesn't he? He does. Well, I thought once we got a grip, once we went 1-0 up, we just started playing right then, didn't we? They'll come back into it when they had that, you know, 10 minutes after half-time when they were going for it, but... It's just last and class, isn't it? Was, wasn't it? Some goal by his light on, wasn't it? I know, it's like, that's what we've been missing, isn't it? <coughs> he enjoyed it as well, didn't he? He looks like he's found a bit of his spiritual home sort of stuff, doesn't he? All I said to him as soon as he scored, we won't hit stop hearing that song for about 20 minutes now. <laughs> Have a good trip home, mate. Right, that's one happy red. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I might try and get a Bournemouth fan. When I tried to get a Bournemouth fan last year, they got, just got pure abuse, so see what else we can get. It's an absolutely steaming hot day, I have to say. Uh, not particularly Mancunian. So, uh, let's head this way. See if we can find someone who will uh, say something to me. How are you, lad? All right? Nice Lewis, day. come on, mate. You happy with that? Yeah, hey, 3-1, isn't it? Three points. Gosh, happy. Look like a bit of fight, bit of spirit. Yeah, I don't know. A couple of naughty tackles. I know, uh, they seem like... Um, They've got more like a physical side to him now with the likes of um, Zlatan and um, the centre and half Bailey. Yeah, I thought Fellaini played well though, Didn't to be honest. Just, I thought no. he was a man of the match. Totally agree. He's got a bit of a stick, got a stick over the years, but I thought he played well today. When you put him in a team and in the side to do a job and he do, and he sticks to it, he does it well. Exactly, I've well, seen that today. I thought he played well. But obviously, let's hope he continues his form. Like him and Pogba in midfield are two big, two big lanky bastards. You don't know. <laughs> Can you see him playing in the same team? Apart from when we go up against Stoke. Well, he played today, he played all night, so if he's playing like that, can you really keep him out? I mean, Imag- all imagine people. imagine not, being able, not being able to get in the team if you Pogba for Fellaini, it'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah, make it spending 89 million on him even more <laughs> funny or piss more people off. <laughs> I'll see you on the bus in a bit. Two out of two, happy as laddie, that's what we like. Right, just heading over to the coaches now. And I've said it before, it is absolutely. Oh, here's Dan. Let me grab Dan. Danny! How are you, mate? Oh, oh, no. Come here. Say something. I didn't go in. I didn't go in. I've been in the pub and. Uh, so you didn't get in? I didn't even fucking watch it. I said, Are you showing the game? They said, Nah, I said, Sweet, I'm here. So you just come down here just for the day out. That's it. 90 minutes gets in the way of the game, doesn't it? <laughs> in the way of the game, in the way of the go piss yeah. up. So, anyway, so you did see anything in the game? No, no. I heard uh, last hand scored, though. Well, that's alright, isn't it? Listen, that's it. I'll see you at Crawler. Yeah. Oh, you will. Typical United support that all this way. 
all this way down here, no intention of getting in the ground, no intention of getting a ticket. Uh, and that was it. All right, gents. Podcast, mate. mate. All right. You happy with that? Podcast. I'm happy with that, mate. Glastonbury is probably from about 20 yards, but to me, it looks like about 70 yards out. Boom! Passed it into the bottom corner. Some goal, that one. It. Fucking United are back. United are back. Yeah. Hey, we'll take that. Out soft to Flane, you know. Out soft. Hey, keep it under your hat. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I keep bumping into just seems to be pretty trousered actually so let's go and see Woody alright that's a welcome change in it it made easy work of it really well Moyes won 4-1 away at Swansea in his first I knew you'd have something I knew you'd have something like this to (laughs) say you (laughs) could always put a down on it somehow Um, it bullied him really didn't it so it's so well, game. I tell you, it's funny you mention that actually because I, I, something that United have definitely lacked over like is yeah. just that absolute you don't mess with us mentality. When you look at Zlatan, he a few touches and shoving him off the ball and well, going for that, the karate kick after that free kick. That, um, that, um, that tackle of Eddie Bailey's in the first half yeah. set the tone, didn't it? Yeah, he's, he'll get a few yellow and red cards though once the season goes on. He looks a, a ticking time bomb, he looks ready to <laughs> flatten someone somewhere, doesn't he? But I bet he's been caught worse than that. Oh, yeah. You happy with that? Unbelievable, wasn't it? Great, just to win, score three away. It was, that, you know what, it's just brilliant to have football back. Sundown, down south, lovely, absolutely brilliant. United are, are back, everyone's saying. you prefer sundown south to it tipping down in Manchester? <laughs> no, I love it. No, I love tipping down in Manchester. Yeah, did, yeah. Neil's been struggling, keeps boasting about his shorts. Yeah. Um, and he did get in with the ticket. I was going to say, is your Pritt stick melted in this heat? <laughs> Mate, got in, got in. It worked, the Pritt no, stick. Absolutely, I've been getting a load of grief on Twitter about it. What over? Uh, just people going on about yeah, the rights and wrongs of fraudulently entering football oh, stadiums. You wonder about some people, don't you? But yeah, I managed to get a spare anyway. Uh, I, listen, I, I, the one I've learnt, I didn't know, I forgot about all about last time I used a Pritt stick was when we had token sheets. Come here, who we got here? I'll come to you for your compulsory one word in a bit. Dan, you alright? I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, good performance, really, wasn't it? It was, a bit slow for staff. Uh, I said it half time to me mate there, he said it like, looked like a team that was waiting to just blow, you know, just, just the quality was going to come out. I remember the last time we had a striker in the box that was like going to take two players with him, even though we weren't going to get there, first five minutes of the game, you know, three years of that, I'll take that all day, you know. Uh, man of the match? For me, wow, um, Marshall, I, I still think he's our best player. Marshall, are you taking the piss? Uh, he was shocking. Hey, I don't think he was, mate. I can name about six players that played better than he did. Bailey looks good, mate. Bailey composed, played better than him. Blind played better than him. Blind, sure did. You know what you're going to get with Blind. Valencia you? did. You know, Fellaini definitely did. He did. I give him his due. I'm not. So I'm, 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 I'm not one that slags five. off. I'm not. I'm not one that slags off Fellaini. To be fair, I'm not. He could bring some, but today he did. He look. He looks the player that knows what he's going to do. Look, looks. Looks like he knows Ro- what his role Rooney is. Rooney was getting a lot of grief uh, while I was stood in the ground. He found life hard, didn't he? He did. He's such. It's all it is with him. He's touch. He knows where to be. Still at this age, he knows what to do. He, he, I just think it's his first touch. He just stands out a mile. If you can't chop a football at thirty year old at that level, then you're going to get found out. Guys, get everybody up. And get you know, getting grief off the bus stewards <laughs> here already. Yeah. Get, I can't believe we're getting grief to get on coach. We've been out the stadium about three minutes. So, how are you, buddy? All right. Three, four words. Title charge. That's two. That'll do for me, won't it? That's, <laughs> That's not three or four. Oh, hey, Mark. Uh, how you doing, Steve? You're all right. Mate, yeah, that's yeah. decent, wasn't it? Yeah, no, not, not too bad, that to be fair. Fucking Ebrew mates, what a signing he's going to be. Loves it, doesn't he? He loves it, doesn't he? He absolutely it makes it easier, doesn't he? Yeah. Who else stood out? Obviously, he's going to get all the headlines, but there was a lot of good performances there, wasn't 
I, I thought uh, Barley at the back looked alright, didn't he? And uh, uh, Blind as well. I thought Blind was quality today. Could be a good partnership, that. And uh, I, I'm a big fan of Fellaini. No, no one likes him, but I actually like him oh, as a United I'd, player. I'd, 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 I totally agree with you, mate. And he's got a job to do. He does a job. And I thought he was top, top draw today. Yeah, it, absolutely mint winning again today. Yeah, so just played really well. Did, did exactly what he was on the pitch to do. Mourinho's the kind of manager who'll get the, he'll get the very, very best out of him. He, of course he will. Of course he will. So him and Pogba for me in midfield, I reckon, definitely. Because uh, Carrick's on his way out, isn't he? Yeah, of course he is. There'll be some height in that side, won't there? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Bailey, uh, did you see that tackle in the first half when he Mint. went? He, he went through him, and then about five minutes later, Ibrahimovic flattened somebody as well, didn't he? Yeah, mate. They, they, they fucking they know United, don't they? They love it, don't they? Exactly. Your coach is shouting, you mate. I'll yeah, see you back in town. Right. Yeah. All right, man. You go. Already getting grieved to get back on the coach, so I won't wander around any longer. I will get on board. See if there's anyone here who's willing. You're in your 50s, you, and you're you're banging a bag of crisps just because you know. <laughs> you're always hungry. <laughs> Blackie, I want to talk to you here a minute. Stop it, right? <laughs> I know I tried to do that, but that was decent, wasn't it? I thought it was all right. Opening game of the season, boiling up. Players aren't fit. Still not his best side by a long way because he's got players to bring in. Control the game. Very, very easy. He'll be annoyed to let him one goal, but it was a bit panicky at the end, though. What it mean you were both panicking? I know. They scored that second goal if that had been a penalty. The thing was, though, they played played well within themselves. But you've got you've got a team that doesn't isn't going to get bullied. I'm sure someone's said that already. But they're not going to get bullied. Zlatan put himself about, took two defenders out early on and a ball he was never going to get. Fellaini doesn't take any prisoners anyway. You've got Shaw who won't do that. Bailey won't do that. There's all of a sudden the team are hard and will win the ball back and once they do and the thing is Latin can do as much wrong he can misplace passes he can do what he wants but he's always got something in him that's special and that is where you need the extra and when you've got games that are one all if that was still one all with 10 minutes to go you know that he could come out with something and he's got other impact players on the bench who can come and change it and I think that's a big difference from last year instead of being clueless when they've got the ball United actually seemed confident of the ball and knew that the idea was to get the ball in the back of the net, not just make sure the stats said 70-30. Do you think a lot of players suddenly who now know that they're seriously under threat from a position point of view, all of a sudden started playing a lot better, like Pereira suddenly had a decent game, Matter had a much, much better game. Fellaini probably had his, one of his better games in the United shirt. I think Fellaini had a good season last year compared to what we expected of him. I don't think he ever really, really let us down. I think the other two players had not, they didn't have a fucking clue what Van Hal wanted of him. And I think today they were more like, okay, we've got a job to do, but actually it doesn't matter if we go forward and lose the ball or pass it forward. I think that struck from the, I think Valencia in the first five minutes put in a cross. Then he put in another cross that was blocked. Then he put in a third cross, and all of a sudden, for 15, you know, in the first 15, 20 minutes, he put in three crosses. He didn't put him in in three games last year, or 15 games even, because what he was doing is, as he went forward, all he had to do was knock the ball back. He had to knock it back, so he kept knocking it forward, knocking it back. They mucked around, but there was no Ibrahimovic in the middle. We found, you know, all right, we had Marshall, but we we found, you know, Rashford later on, players who could score. Now he's got them. Um, me and you don't need to justify our opinions on our captain, um, but uh, in and around where we were in the ground, he was getting a lot of chirp, wasn't he? He's always going to get stick. 
because people don't see him as a first team player anymore and they don't see him as a first team player anymore because they can see potential in others so when you're looking at Ibrahimovic, Rashford you've got um, Martial you're looking at three centre forwards they can't see how he fits there then you go to midfield and say can you drop him back into midfield if you've bought Mkhitaryan if you've bought you know Pogba how's he going to fit in there plus you've also got the likes of Herrera and Mata what I think people are saying is they're saying how's he going to fit into that side is it just because he's captain and Rooney's name and I think for that reason every time he gets the ball they're going to look at fault so he scores a header today he does some nice passes today alright every player gave the ball away today probably but everyone that he does is magnified because people don't think he justifies a place anymore so I think Martial had a shock he did because he doesn't ever look interested but he's bomb proof him in a minute and he in the eyes of the support the thing is that's his style isn't it he stands on the he stands where he's supposed to and then all of a sudden he'll have a burst of pace or he'll do something special or he'll knock it wide and he doesn't have any facial expression so I think people I think he's easy to look at and think he's not that interested hopefully it's just a laconic style we might be wrong he might be totally disinterested and think what, what am I going to do here in this team am I going to get a place I think he will get a place I think he'll justify it and I think probably I think probably Rooney will know that he's not... I think by Christmas, if his fitness hasn't come along, I think he'll know that he'll be on the bench a lot more than he'll start because that <laughs> team will pick itself. Last question, who'd win in a fight between Bailey and Ibrahimovic? Um, I think Ibrahimovic will because I think he will have made sure that he's gone off trained as some Zen master in something and if not, he'd point to the sky and then kick him in the balls. Knock out our points. Oh, he'd knock him out, wouldn't he? <laughs> Definitely. See a bit. Right. And on that note, uh, good day for United. Three points, new start, uh, big confidence booster. Um, big, big contrast to the feeling amongst the support and also the performance coming out of here uh, just before last Christmas and uh, the new season's uh, up and running. And uh, if you'd have offered United the result and the performance, um, We'd have all absolutely taken that 100%. And when you're going to the trouble of coming down here with last year's Bournemouth away ticket, last year's barcode from the Stoke City ticket and a Pritt stick, and you spend the journey all the way down here gluing it together, and you get in the stadium, you deserve to see a good performance and a good result. So we're, we're all happy with that one. Um, next podcast will be now the next match day one at least will be next uh, I think it's Friday night uh, when we play at home to Southampton so me and the United we stand Salah lads will be back um, post match for that one Uh, next away podcast will be at uh, Hull City um, but until then we'll uh, see you soon